0: Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts.
1: Two more murders, fifteen miles we'll away. When they arrived, found the telephone <laughs> Described thought. by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religious. <laughs> Morning. Cup of- Murder. Betrayal is a hard pill to swallow. On November fifth, two thousand fourteen, an arrest took place that gave the answers to a years-long mystery. A mystery that all stemmed from money and deep betrayal. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In the year 2010, a strange thing happened. That's when those living in California and around the world learned of the disappearance of the McStay family. And when I say disappearance, I truly mean it. On February 4th, 2010, around 7.47 p.m., a surveillance system captured the bottom 18 inches of a vehicle that matched the McStay family's 1996 Zuzu Trooper. You cannot see who's inside, where they are going, or who may be driving. All you can see is that they left their Fallbrook, California home and never came back. And after a call to a business associate named Chase Merritt that went to voicemail, All contact ceased. Over the next several days, a number of people tried to reach the family. They were worried when neither Joseph, 40, or his wife Summer, 43, answered. But the calls that really drummed up concern were when customers of Joseph started calling saying he was missing installation jobs, payments, and blowing off customers. Joseph owned and operated Earth Inspired Products, a company that built decorative fountains for homes and businesses. And it was absolutely unlike him to miss out on aspects of the business and ignore clients. So, finally, on February 13th, his brother traveled to their home with the intent of finding out why Joseph and Summer seemed to be ignoring the world. When he arrived, he found the door was locked, but the window was open. He climbed through, but not before noticing that their two precious dogs, one that the family usually took with them everywhere, were out in the backyard and from the looks of it, had been there for a while. Once inside, he found an open can of paint, a carton of eggs left to spoil on the counter, and two child-sized bowls of popcorn on the sofa. But no Joseph, no Summer, and no four-year-old Gianni, and no three-year-old Joseph Jr. You see, like I said in the beginning, it was almost as though the family vanished into thin air. There was no signs of a struggle, so an abduction seemed unlikely, but there was also blatant signs that the family left in a hurry. The police were called on the 15th, and the family was reported missing. And when the police searched the home on February 19th, they found no evidence that would help lead them to the McStay family. The investigation continued, and they learned that around 11 p.m. on February 8th, the family's vehicle was towed from a small strip mall in San Ysidro, San Diego. The proximity to the Mexican border gave a new layer to this mystery. Did the family flee to Mexico? And if so, why? And where was the car and the family between their departure on February 4th and the car's tow on the 8th? A look into their computer search history showed questions like, what documents do children need to travel to Mexico? And a number of Spanish language lessons, further bolstering the idea that they crossed the border and stayed there. Surveillance video showed a family of four resembling the mixed days crossing the border, so Interpol was notified to be on the lookout for the family. By April of 2013, the San Diego Sheriff's Department announced their belief that the family voluntarily fled to Mexico. The family was unconvinced, saying that Joseph and Summer avoided the country, especially with the kids, due to the recent drug wars, and Summer's sister was adamant that her passport was expired. Therefore, she would have been denied re-entry into the United States. And what about the $100,000 in their bank account? If they were really running away to start a new life, why didn't they withdraw any of their money? The McStay family mystery became a headline news both locally and nationally. It appeared on shows like America's Most Wanted, Disappeared, Nancy Grace, and Unsolved Mysteries. Despite this, their whereabouts remained unknown. But what did happen were hundreds of unconfirmed sightings of the family, not just in Mexico, but all over the US. In the meantime, investigators only had one person on their radar, Charles Chase Merritt, the business associate who Joseph attempted to contact the night of their disappearance. He had a few felony convictions, one of which was as recent as 2001 for stealing $32,000 in welding equipment from the San Gabriel Valley Ornamental Ironworks. And in 2013, he told investigators that he spent more than an hour with Joseph the day the family went missing. Meaning not only was he the last person that Joseph tried to contact, but he was the last to see him. Did he know where they were or was there something darker at play here? Joseph's family wasn't buying it. His own father said that he had faith that Chase was a good man and would never do anything to his son or the rest of his family. And he did pass a polygraph test in which he stated he knew nothing about their disappearance. But if his father had any doubts that something was horribly wrong with the McStay family, it was about to be squashed. On November 11, 2013, a motorcyclist found four sets of human remains buried in a shallow grave in Victorville, California. Two days later, they were identified as Joseph, Summer, Gianni, and Joseph Jr., and their cause of death determined to be homicide. It was believed that the family died of blunt force trauma— more than likely from a sledgehammer, and police speculated it happened inside of their home and they were brought here for disposal. While the investigation turned from missing persons to murder, Chase Merritt decided to write a book about the family, alleging that Summer had unchecked anger issues and that Joseph had been ill for some time. The family agreed that Joseph had been sick and that Summer was possessive over her husband, but saw no violence in the family. While he was doing this, police were finding connections between the once-business associate and the murder of the McStay family. Chase Merritt was arrested on November 5, 2014, after discovering his DNA in the vehicle. The trial began on January 7, 2019, and the prosecution alleged that Chase had a gambling problem and that the murder was strictly for financial gain. It was found that he wrote checks totaling more than $21,000 from Joseph's business account in the days after the family was killed, went on a gambling spree, and lost thousands of dollars. Three days after the trial began, a San Bernardino jury found Chase Merritt guilty of murder, and he was sentenced to death. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 6th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This daily true crime podcast can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching Morning Cup of Murder. I'd love it if you stopped by and said hi. Stay safe.